Now that I think about it, a lot of things could have brought me into this situation. But only one thing did. It wasn't the chance to grab some Pulitzer glory. It wasn't the tragedy angle, either. I'm of course referring to the series of car accidents that took place a while back. All of them involving used cars that were unfit for the road. Not that the drivers knew it at the time. One could argue that I took the case after the owner of the dealership that sold the cars was found dead. Not only that, he looked like he was interrogated before he was killed. But no, it's not why I went after this story like crazy. Started as an interest, but... Something kept calling out to me. Calling out to me and say, Figure out what happened to Casey Cooper. Right, so the first film that we're going to talk about is Finding I, Casey. Finding I, Casey is a, a movie storm movie that uh, Kira162, uh, who was our guest last week, um, did. Uh, we will start off with you, Chris. What did you like, or what did you think about uh, Finding Casey? He was going to reveal something. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Interesting storyline. Um, great camera work. Camera work, and yeah, I liked it. And uh, what about you, Grayson? Well, let's see. It's like, you know what? I did like the beginning voiceovers. The story was easy to follow in some degree. And I like the good end credits. Like, I really enjoyed those. Okay. Now, what were some things that you didn't particularly care for with this offering? Grayson. Um... Hello, Grayson. Yes. Yeah, I what am? were some things? Yeah, um, what were some things that you did? One of the negative. One of the negative points that I will say is that you know, in terms of the interrogation scene at that moment, that you do the interrogation, you're really at the moment of losing me as an audience, and there was like no basis for the uh, for who the person was that was inter- interrogating her and I would have enjoyed it more if it would have been like a complete story with like some of the middle filled in some like the information filled in it felt very lost yes. now, now to her uh, to her point was it was done for a for a um, con- contest and there were specific things that they wanted her to do for the contest so it, it fit the contest structure the film did mm-hmm. so that, that's something that should be pointed out to the audience um, Chris so were there any things that you didn't particularly care for with uh, Finding Casey yeah basically the same things um, some of the some of the green screen was kind of was kind of weird but yeah I think that's kind of a nitpick I think it was really it was a really great film and and it was and it was funny too and yeah I loved all the little quirky situations they get into when they're sneaking around and, and they Getting out of the house and trying to get into the car. It was, you I, know, I, I, a lot I, of people would just regard the night as dark. Now, um, what would you give this film as far as a grade, Chris? I give it an A. I'd say watch it. It's four minutes, um, thirty-six seconds long. That's if if there was a greatest hit, they give it a watch. A plus. All right. All right. So, Grayson, what grade did you give it? I gave it actually a B minus all over because as I said you know it's like I felt that it could have been I understand it was a contest but at the same time cohesion is kind of a nice thing to have <laughs> Grayson is a hard one man I love it <laughs> <laughs> look I gotta take off a point because you dotted your eye but it is not right above the eye it is over three points <laughs> 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 
I, I'd That's be scared to give Grayson a, a love note because she'll probably grade the hell out of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love right. Grayson. Oh, I love Grayson. <laughs> no, that was thank you. Uh... <laughs> What's the matter, Emily? I was just in my bedroom and... Whoa, what is that? Oh, this? It's our new clubhouse. Wow, that's neat. Oh, no. Now I forgot why I came over here. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yes, yeah. <laughs> What's the matter, Emily? It's Teddy. He's gone. Don't worry, Emily. I know just what to do. This review is, um, excuse me, The Adventures of Sierra and Emily. This film is done by Mafuni Akira, um, and it's done in Movie Storm. And which is, it's very odd because if you know Mafuni Akira's work, you would never think that he would do a kid's uh, program, (laughs) 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 which is very odd. You know, if you know Mifuni Akira, I don't think he's ever done anything like this. So, uh, the one that you reviewed, I believe was the the second one, right? So not the the first one. Um, so, uh, we'll start off with, uh, you great Grayson. What did you, uh, like about the adventures of Sierra and Emily? See, it's like, I really enjoyed the adventures of Sierra and Emily. It's like, uh, I was going, like, way to go. You know, it's like the company logo was also really cute. But in the, it, the music was a bit canned, but still at the same time, it was enjoyable. It's like, I like the nice feel of the very childlike showy thing. I totally thought it would be, like, the most adorable children's show. Oh, my God. I was, like, going, like, the, the voiceover work is great. It's, like, it's edited really well. I was like, I'd love, I would put this on Treehouse. <laughs> Who'd ever thought Mafuni here would be cute and cuddly? It's crazy. I know. All right, right, Chris, what'd you think? Uh, What'd you like about? I thought the same thing. Um, the sets, the set designs were really nice. Um, I I thought it was really epic. Thought it was kind of adventurous, and I I just loved the the voice acting. It it was it's very well uh, put together. The voice acting is so yeah. (laughs) And, And and to let you guys know is the voice actors in this film were kids, I forgot what ages, but they were very young, like, uh, were they be? they were under 12, weren't they? When they were about, I guess they were about, what, 7 and 8 or something like that? Or some, his kid, right? Yeah, they, one was yeah. his kid, the other one was his little niece, so, yeah, and they were very good, you know, they they just weren't kitty kids, you know? Right. <laughs> That's what I was so surprised about when I was listening to it, because the voice act, it sounds like something that's off of, like, the actual little kid channels, like... Blues Clues or something like that. Right. Cartoon Network. I I was like, oh my god, this should so be on, like, those little television shows. Like, my little three, uh, like, a four-year-old would love it. You know, like, like the little kids would love it. And, and, And let me warn people, just because you see The Adventures of Sierra and Emily, don't think, oh, well, I can show my kids other Mifuni Akira movies. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no, no, no. No way. That's like the only thing you can show your kids that Mifuni's done before. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's get to the negatives. Are there any negatives, Chris? Um, The only negative I could think was that it... I mean, I love the epicness about the story, but the story felt like it had too strong of, a, of an objective. And it it was too it was too epic because you have these two adorable um one's a kitten one's an elephant and they're walking through the, they're walking through the um the caves and stuff like that and I I don't know there's just something 
is there's something that's kind of missing but I, I still I still love this uh, episode though and I was waiting for them to bring a new one out um from Buffoon to make a new one so it's kind of it's kind of a slight slight drawback not too huge at all what about you Gray? Um, I said the only negative to me was the idea of the whole Raiders of the Lost Ark concept. It's like it would have been nice if they would have, like, you know, veered away from something very standard in that and kind of almost gone on their own with it. That was my own one little tiny thing that uh, that would have been, like, that there's no need for the Indiana Jones theme because it was, like, so fascinating as it was. And I really hope that it's, like, if they're – that if if he's thinking about it, that possibly he goes and pitches it. It to YTV and to those other channels because it really would make it adorable series. Okay. Now, what grade do you give it, Grayson? I gave it an A plus. A plus. Oh, you get an A plus <laughs> from Grayson. That's that's something else. What about you, Chris? What you what grade did you give it? Yeah, I, I give it an uh, I give it an A plus as well. I, I'd love to see them uh, pitch this to Disney and then this can be on the next Star Wars. <laughs> that would be pretty tight, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> When Gerald was little, he was something else, y'all. Peyton was everything, and Peyton was all. All over his tablets, and all over my wall. <laughs> oh, mama, remember me, mama, remember me. Gerald never wanted to mask India. He said, Daddy, I can't. So I let him do his own thing. I let the boy paint. Didn't worry me, didn't worry me, didn't worry, didn't worry me, didn't worry you. Oh, Dad, I remember you, Dad, I remember I you. I saw your paw ran, things deep, it came in your paw ran, a little sweet oh, and I can't like it was 17. But that's how we do it, it's that's how we get through it, it's your destination, nothing to it, call back to New Orleans. All right, our last film that we're going to review today is uh, Unfinished Paintings, and it's by our guest tonight, uh, Myron Lockett. Um, Unfinished Paintings uh, is done in with... Daz 3D, iClone, Crazy Talk, and Crazy Talk Animator 7, I believe. Um, we're going to have him on a little bit later to uh, talk about this film in particular. But uh, we'll start off with you, Chris. Uh, what did you think of Unfinished Paintings? I thought it was um, really good. I love the um, I love the singing in there. It's a tight. It's a really tight musical. Um, I love the art direction. Like it's it's very the art direction is very very consistent throughout the whole entire thing. And it's kind of like um, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like he went he went back to uh, the 1900s and found some slaves and then stole their paintings and then put it on a video. It's, it's just real. It just really has that rich um, southern. Afrocentric uh, feel to it, and that also shows throughout the music, and it's it's just overall very very consistent. Now, what about you, Grayson? See, for me, it's like a though I, you know that I'm not a fan of interpretive machinima films. However, this film just totally got me. The film was like story driven. The interpretation of the music was really innovative and creative and original. Like the camera work was just 
beyond awesome in regards to that. It's like it captures you right from the start and, and it holds your attention throughout. For me, it felt like a musical. Like as though that I was watching a one-act musical that I wanted to see more. All right. Now, was there anything that you uh, didn't care for about the production? Grayson. Well, in terms of negatives, the only thing I would say that I – it was like I would have liked the main character, Jerome, to have had also the lip syncing that goes along with the the other people during the musical. It kind of felt almost like as though that Jerome was centralized because he's a centralized character. It's like I would have loved to have him to also, you know, voice as well. Okay. What about you, Chris? And I would have added like an, an oh. internal feeling for me. It would it would have felt like a music. It feels like a musical vision, and it's like it. So if it's in that sense, I would have loved to see the lips move for the main character. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, what about for, you, Chris? For me, it was it, the only thing was um it was a mixture of two D and three D uh, characters, and then it's it's nothing that the art, that the director could have controlled really because it's. It's just something that's really weird with with Iclone, which is why I haven't switched yet. So sometimes the characters can look like ultra fat when they're not really supposed to be. Um, right. That was the that was the only thing. Just for some reason, the two D and the three D on some scenes they didn't really mesh very well. But um, that's uncontrollable. I, I think it's an overall really good um, film. Very interesting too. All right, now, now here we here we go with the uh, grades. What do you give the, um, unfinished paintings, uh, Chris? I give it an A plus. Thought it was really nice, um, very creative, very imaginative. Love the artwork. It, 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 it's a really, um, I don't know, I don't. It, it, it has the entire package. Yeah, there you go. And what about you, Gray? I gave it an A in regards to that, and also I will say kudos, thumbs up, and uh, yes, I can agree with some things in regards to two D and three D animation, but it also gave me that whole throwback to that Quest for Camelot feel. In its early day of uh, that, where you blended the 2D and 3D animation. All right. So, uh, just to recap all the films that we've reviewed today uh, Finding Casey by Kara162. Uh, Chris, you gave it a. What was it? What was your grade? I gave it an A. Very epic. The only problem, too epic. But um, yeah, A plus for that movie. And um, Grayson, you gave it a. B minus. B minus. And. Uh, our second film was Adventures of Sierra and Emily, then in Movie Storm by Mifune Akira. Grayson, you gave it a... A plus. And Chris, Wait, you gave it a... A plus. And our last film by our guest tonight, Unfinished Paintings, uh, done in I, uh, primarily in iClone uh, by Myron Lockett. Uh, Chris, you gave it a... A plus. And Grayson gave it a... All right, so you can find all these films either at uh, CC Toolbox um, in the video section or or at uh, TMU as well as uh, YouTube. And um, soon um, when we actually, Grayson and Chris and I, uh, get together to record the other reviews, we will have, uh, we'll have it all in a blog post so that you guys can see all the reviews uh, written as well as uh, 